Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Igniting Dreams Within podcast. I am your host, Ebenezer Mabulo, and this afternoon, I am in Pulukwane, chilling with Tukelo. Tukelo, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ebenezer. And how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, and how are you? I am good. I'm good. And, you know, you are doing great work that you are doing wherever you are. And for someone who has never heard of you or who has heard of the work that you are doing, what or whom would you say that you are? And what type of environment are you coming from? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, for now, <laughs> for now I would say um, I'm a coach, okay. I'm a speaker, I'm a business mentor, mm-hmm. and I'm a preacher as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and also a law student. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's... And you discovering that maybe you are a preacher, you are a coach, and you are a speaker. How easy was that, or what was the journey that you went through for you to actually be where you are today? The journey was not easy. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was easy, but uh, it has always been there. I like the fact that you're using the word discover. Okay. Um, I discovered at a young age. Okay. You know, in primary school, I used to play dramas, okay. do poems mm-hmm. there and there. And yeah, it was when I was growing and also being in the music uh, at school and all that, being discovered, teachers encouraging you. You know, you've got this thing in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got this thing in your voice. I remember when I was in grade uh, 10, mm-hmm. yeah, I got into doing classical music. Okay, wow. So that was because my biology teacher was like, you can come to my choir and all that. So he trained me. Mm-hmm. So it was more about people recognizing what I have. Wow, okay. Yeah, in, including my parents. Also, they always knew what I... You know, I always spoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, spoke my mind. Uh-huh. There's humor sometimes okay. there, you know. So, but I think at some point when, when you grow up, mm-hmm. because our parents know a little bit more about the talents that we have, mm-hmm. they used to not encourage this thing of going into arts too much. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. hey, you, you're going to go in the media and be out there and... Mm. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so I've always had this thing, um, being in the place where I am now with the work that I do, mm. it's what, maybe coming from a reserved background, it's okay. not the things that, you know, mm. like being a stage person, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So it wasn't that easy. Mm. Um, even going to university, I always didn't really discover that I should have maybe started with the courses that dealt with what I am doing right now. Oh. So you end up studying, I did some engineering before even doing law, mm-hmm. coming to law, okay, let's deal with language and speaking and all that mm-hmm. until I discovered, no, actually, I should be a speaker. Oh, wow. Yes, so it's, mm. it has been a long journey. Yeah, so... What was that that moment for you, that breakthrough moment, mm-hmm. when you discover that as much as this has been happening, or this is what I've been taught at home, or mm-hmm. even my culture, that is acceptable in my culture. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to shy away or to back out of what I was taught, to being who I was created to do. What was that moment for you? Well, those moments of breakthrough, ne? Mm-hmm. of understanding the contrast between culture and who I'm beginning to understand myself to be. Mm. Uh, those moments come came up when 
I speak to, to I speak up in a particular situation, whether it's a conflict or just a misunderstanding between two people. Okay. That it's when I bring my point of seeing the situation mm. that actually brings the people, the two people who are having contrast oh. to end up, you know, having a happy ending and understanding what we're talking about. Okay. So those kind of situations also brought me close to say, okay, there's something there in my speaking. Okay. And also speaking to preach, going to preach, mm. you know, in, in, in a new church, in a new atmosphere, mm. going there to preach to bigger people and as well, and uh, them coming back to me personally mm. after the, the whole speaking. Yeah. And the things mm. they say and mm. the testimonies they give. Mm. gave me to actually build up an increase in terms of that okay let me speak more okay. and let me take care of how I should speak how can we make it more perfect wow yeah, so those are my break breaks those moments and as you are speaking you are reminding me of the first time I also spoke because mm. even I I never saw myself as a speaker whatsoever yeah. when I was I remember the first time when I got into personal development mm. The reason I got into personal development was that I said I wanted to be a better father. Okay. I wanted to be a good leader for my family. It was all about me. Yeah. But as time went by, mm. you find people saying that ah, Mr. Mabulo, the things that you are sharing with us, they are building us and they are changing our lives. Yes. And I remember this friend of mine, David. Mm. He was the youth leader from the church that I was attending in Johannesburg. Mm. And this one time we had a youth conference. Yeah. Then it's like, no, Mr. Mangula, I'm putting you, I'm the MC, <laughs> I'm putting you on the slot. Yeah. And, and say something that will encourage the youth. Mm. Then I got on the stage and I spoke, I think it was five to ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. When I was done and the people were saying that, no, Mr. Mangula, what you said, it, it really touched us. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you should do regularly, speak to us as the youth. Yes. That's when I said, hmm. This is interesting. Yeah. Maybe I should I should really look into this thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. And for me, that was for me. I would say that that was the first time or the moment when I was like, huh. Then I went back to checking my childhood. Yes. See that what were some of the moments like this that happened? Then I remember in high school when I was encouraging my friends when yes. we were studying and all those things. Mm-hmm. Now for you, was it also like? When, that moment when you when you discovered that this is me, this is what I'm supposed to do, mm. did you also notice these things that have happened in your childhood that led you to becoming a speaker yes. or it was just something divine that happened and you were ultimately led into the speaking? Mm. I think it, it still goes back to, to, to childhood. Okay. Yeah, it, it has always been about... Um, well, when I was a child, mm-hmm. I spoke, you know, mm-hmm. but there wasn't... This being conscious of the, what the other people will say, the outside environment, you know. Okay. I, I will always be that kid that will speak mm. when visitors I come in. Mm. Uh, visitors are, are, are there. Mm-hmm. And because then shyness, you're not conscious of the external environment, right? Okay. So okay. people can recognize, oh, you speak, you're too funny and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you grow up, when I grow up, mm. you start putting on a certain personality and a character of how you want to be seen, you're conscious, you're trying not to be um, a speaker too much, okay. you know? <laughs> yeah, or uh-huh. a, a thinker of some sort, because people, even how people, um, you start minding the compliments that people give to you. Oh, yeah, yes. So all those are depending and remembering what my mother <laughs> said, mm-hmm. don't be in the public eye, uh-huh. you know. So when you compliment me, it's like you're making me to run away. 
okay. into oh. someone wanting not to be the speaker. Okay. But then because as a kid, it was always there. Mm. It kicks you into those memories and you're like, but this is something that resonates with me so well. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. wow that's so powerful. Yes. And did you have some people that spoke into your life, maybe mentors through books? or mentors in the form of pastors or even teachers? Did you have those in your life? And if you did, do you have an example that you might share with us of that specific mentor or that specific book that you read mm. that ended up uh, changing you or transforming you? Yes. I think, uh, well, like the, when I became a Christian, eh, mm -hmm. like the bigger part of the people who will mentor me will be my close mentors, which are my pastors. Okay. Um, how they speak out issues, how mm -hmm. they they address issues. Mm -hmm. Those were people that are mentoring me, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Bongani and uh, his wife, Lindy. Okay. So they, they kind of like mirrored for me an experience that a person should be. Oh, in society okay. in terms okay. of speaking out mm -hmm. so that is in terms of faith issues you okay. know, and spirituality mm -hmm. um, before that I would look at uh, people like Den Log okay. you know, I, I would listen to Den Log and um, who else who else can I Gary V mm -hmm. in terms of how they speak okay. for business mm -hmm. yeah looking at those and uh, before that maybe my my elemental that I uh, that I can't forget about is uh, my LO teacher. Okay. In high in, in, in primary school in grade six to seven, mm. he was my LO teacher, Mr. Ntobe. Okay. Mm. I think how he was speaking also in terms of issues mm. and speaking personally into like my life, coaching you as a young oh, person. Okay. He he's my early remembrance of how speaking is important oh, into okay. a person's life and addressing issues in a spoken manner to mm. say, when you grow up, this is how you should be, this is how you should handle yourself. So okay. these are people that are my mentors. Wow. And maybe going back a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. what were some of the challenges that you encountered in your community in regards to you developing into becoming a speaker? Mm -hmm. Or in general, what were some of the challenges that you encountered as a young person that maybe you saw as uh, the cornerstones that shaped you to becoming the person you are today? Mm. The challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Well, first first of the challenges, I'm someone who didn't grow up in one area. Okay. You know, so I grew up uh, at home, like with my grandma. Mm -hmm. My mother was a teacher when I grew up and she okay. was staying a bit up, uh, far from us. Okay. So... You go into a different environment, right? You're going to school there and you realize that this environment, mm -hmm. you are recognized as someone who is coming into the environment. Okay. And that as well affects how you should speak up when okay. things are happening. They mm -hmm. laugh at you because you're speaking a little bit different from them. maybe <laughs> from them. Uh -huh. And uh, you go to, you, you, you wait for transport, you go home. Mm -hmm. So those kind of things... Um, were kind of a challenge because you end up not expressing yourself. Let's say fighting at school, mm -hmm. you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. So you're fighting, mm -hmm. but you know that your brother is not around or someone who's going to speak oh, out for okay. you, you know. <laughs> so you end up 
uh, being a challenge, then you learn to just keep quiet okay. because you are afraid that the environment, maybe you can beat someone and then the transport is coming late, then their oh, brothers or sisters will come, come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and deal with you. So mm. even high school, the same thing. I attended about two high schools. Okay. So moving from Limpopo to Pretoria, mm -hmm. when I came there, Kispitori, you mm. know, people are speaking township language mm -hmm. or English. Mm -hmm. uh, when you speak English, it's better. When you speak Pedi, something, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know. So also uh, speaking up also has to show up. Now you have to speak for yourself mm -hmm. or some younger people who, who have the same background as you come mm -hmm. and they're experiencing uh, um, different issues. So you are you are faced with either if you can't beat them, <laughs> you join them, you know. Uh, uh -huh. So um, and I'm someone who who likes to to be in charge of what comes out of me. Okay. So I wouldn't join them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have uh. to beat them. Uh. So having to come and have to beat them mm -hmm. means I had to stand my ground. And if I, I love something, I love it. If I don't love it, I don't love it. Mm. Or when even how we be, behave. I'm someone who's sensitive to how to how we behave as people. Mm. You know. So I came out. I think I was one of the. Actually, I was the only uh, uh, senior person who's singing classical music the okay. other two people came from pretoria but i was the only one who's coming from outside wow. so okay. um and i was the first person to win a trophy wow. for, for okay. classical music in grade uh, 10 and 11. Uh -huh. so me having to be a girl that comes from a different environment mm. and who hardly speaks mm -hmm. oh you see it was more of uh, speaking to me became more than just saying something. Okay. It, it became being something and communicating something. Okay. Or, okay. Oh. I'm I'm in this environment. It's mm -hmm. hard. I'm away from home. I'm mm -hmm. away from people who speak like me. Mm -hmm. But then I should speak something. You oh, know. Then I started okay. having an influence in oh, the school and the school and the environment started realizing that oh we have people coming from Limpopo who yeah. are with us and wow. we just become part of the community. Wow. wow. And what what was maybe the defining moment mm -hmm. when you were there in high school, when you encountered those challenges of diversity, uh, miscommunication, all those things? Mm -hmm. What was that moment or that moment you discovered yourself? And you know what? As much as I might be a singer or I might be singing, mm -hmm. as much as I might be into this and that, mm -hmm. but what I really feel for me is for me. This is the path that I can take. What was that moment for you? Uh, preaching comes in there. Eh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the defining moment was when we we were in the SEO movement. Okay. When we started. Mm -hmm. So um, our school started with grade 8, ending at grade 10. Okay. So grade 11, we were going to be the first group that oh. we were going to be in grade 11, grade 12, same thing. Okay. So there wasn't someone to preach okay, okay. <laughs> you know uh -huh. so being in that space of that dilemma mm -hmm. um my the, the the teacher who was in charge of the seo mm. uh, is one of the people that said okay among the people that are going to preach oh. you are also going to be among the preachers okay. so <laughs> that um having people come during lunch and mm -hmm. sit across the hall mm -hmm. and listen to what you have to say. Mm -hmm. I think that also started to give me a a, a moment. Okay. I didn't okay. know I was going into speaking. I just was preaching at oh, that moment okay. in time, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
But when I when when I look back now, it started to be a moment, a defining moment for wow. me that wow, okay, mm. there's something there and helping out people taking you as an elderly person mm. and actually looking for advice from you, then you're like, Yeah, yeah. Maybe I so do this. <laughs> the the preaching I think the preaching defines my speaking. Okay. Yeah, okay. more than any other thing. Okay. Yeah. That, that's so amazing. Yeah. And maybe coming, I don't know, maybe coming from, if I may uh, use the term, a religious home. Okay. You know, children, most of the children who come out of a very religious home or environment, mm-hmm. you find that as they grow up, they, they tend to either maybe shy away from God or even Christian things. Yeah. But you, instead of you maybe falling into that trap and saying that ah, I don't, I don't like this Christianity thing, yeah. because I want to be my own self, mm. or maybe being a rebellious young person, yeah. you you didn't go through all those things. What were some of the things that helped you to not go into those, uh, maybe if I may, self-destructive behavior or those uh, adolescent stages that other young people are going through? Yeah. Okay. My 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 dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. I think me growing up looking at the kind of uh, stature okay. or influence that they have in the community, mm-hmm. um, it I loved the I loved the part that I saw oh, about okay. them, okay. you know, and and how they are sort of speakers, but they wouldn't agree. Okay. <laughs> if I say they are, they uh-huh. are speakers, kind of. Mm-hmm. So we 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 uphold to. Like we, 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 how can I put this? We uphold to it, like there's, there's, there's a discipline in life. Even it's okay. not specific, specifically about religion. Mm-hmm. So there's just there's a discipline to maintain how you live mm-hmm. and how you live with others. Uh-huh. You know that people can always come. Like I've always grown up and see people coming to my father and my mother for advice. Okay. okay. So that thing um, showed me Jorge, There's something about what anchors them. Mm-hmm. That makes people to always come, oh, you know. Okay. At home, there's okay. always in the evening. There's always someone coming, oh, oh, oh. and they will sit around there or in the dining room, and you oh. will know that they are sorting out matters. Oh, better. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. So that that uh, became a, a a foundation of how I'm going. I, I see myself. Wow. So okay. if they were to teach me something, like my mother was the most uh, spiritual. Uh, outward communicated one okay. so if there were spiritual moments like praying or knowing that there is God and mm-hmm. knowing how there is a way to behave she was the most one who was there because my father was also waking away mm-hmm. so but me not um, getting away from the spirituality or the religious disciplines that I was taught was because I'm saying if this is what made them to be. Mm. Then it means, should I depart from it? I'm not going to have influence oh, over people. Okay, you know? okay, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, so it's, wow. it's now that I'm saying it out that I'm actually calculating that this way, the, the, the thing that, you know what, mm. it's, not, it's not everyone in the community mm. who lives like them. Mm-hmm. So that part of them were, were kind of like mentoring me. It okay. becomes a mentoring pillar. that mm. Because people see you as someone who's grounded on, in terms of these matters, mm. they come to you for, for that. Oh, so I also uh, just, that every time I have to self-destruct, uh, then I'm like, okay, uh, if you uh, do this, <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, so in other ways, 
one would even say that you had a solid foundation and the right models mm. that you looked up to yeah. and yeah and that's something that's missing because mm. you find that uh, maybe your parents or some of our parents or the ones in our communities they will tell you do this yeah but you don't have a role model that you are looking up to to say that no this is an example of a person yeah. who i aspire to be like yeah and therefore if i do or follow what it is that they are following then I will become green. No, that, that's very powerful. Mm. And you growing up in that environment, you learning all those things, seeing the influence that your parents had. Mm. When you decided that I wanted to be an engineer, what, 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 what made you make that decision that I am going for engineering? Was it that a conversation you had with your mother about you being a public figure <laughs> yeah. or, or you were like me who said we are poor and we come from a very impoverished background so yeah. let me attempt engineering yeah. then I'll have money yeah. and um, I'll be interested in my situation. What was that moment for you? Uh, I think well because I was away from home so mm -hmm. it, was not, it's not, it was not easy okay. you know, being in high school in that environment of contrast and all that. Okay. I went for engineering because my maths didn't allow me to choose any other courses. Oh, okay. You know? So I was like, okay, I passed with diploma. Okay. And funny enough, it was only one mark. I was only missing one mark. Okay. Actually, uh, qualify for a bachelorius. Okay. So since I couldn't choose any other degree that I wanted, I actually wanted to start BCom Law. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now I can't do become law. I had to sit down. Which are the careers that have money? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a, a conversation with some of my siblings also. So I was like, okay, engineering has, has money. You mm -hmm. know? And yeah, I, I know a few people who are engineers, who are metallurgists and all that. Mm -hmm. So let me go into engineering. So going into engineering, I didn't even have any, any internal conversation. Okay. I just went on it because... Bona, this is mark. going to better my life. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So that was the reason, just for the sole reason of mine. And we've got people who are saying that I also want to change careers. Mm. Maybe I'm a qualified engineer or a lawyer, whatever it is that they are. Yeah. And now they want to change. They are saying that no, this I got into because I also wanted money. Mm. But now I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. Yeah. What would you say to that type of a person who wants to make this decision or what advice would you give that type of a person? Uh, the advice that I would give them eh, mm -hmm. is self is a very important compass okay. in terms of life. Mm -hmm. So people take like people change careers, which I always uh, also want, you know, had a tendency of doing. Mm -hmm. You make a career decision without contact with yourself okay so you good. choose another career because it's better than this one mm -hmm. not knowing that there are better careers that are not good for the self oh, wow. that mm -hmm. you are so it's better to learn ways to that point to self mm -hmm. discover yourself mm -hmm. like who am i mm -hmm. um what are the things that i like what are my weaknesses mm -hmm. what are my strengths mm -hmm. if you can put down those things mm -hmm in terms of self-reflection mm. you can at the end of the day come and look for a career mm. that resonates with the things that you know about oh. yourself in terms of what do i enjoy mm -hmm. what do i love doing what am i passionate about mm. what are people saying i am passionate about mm -hmm. you know take those things and 
make a career decision. So if you wow. want to make a career decision, it's better to first discover why, why, why is your self being uncomfortable with the current career in the mm. first place. Okay. Then take those uncomfortabilities and find a career that is more comfortable with those expressions. Wow. Yeah. And you are reminded me of the exact process that I used. Yeah. Because for me, when I went to university, mm. actually, I knew before I went to university that I'm not going to be an engineer. Yes. I remember I was in the library and <laughs> I, I took the engineering books and I checked it. I studied just like, ah, no, this <laughs> never, me, never. Mm, mm. But, you know, you, you've got three options when you're applying. Mm. And yeah, you apply for those options. And as much as you are thinking about who you want to become, mm. always at the back of my mind was the situation at home. Yes. We don't have money for certain things. Mm. There, there were moments where we wanted to play PlayStations, but mm. we didn't afford a PlayStation. Yeah. So you wanted the better life. Yeah. And you know, coming from a rural area, you're only hearing of engineering as the way out. Mm. You know, and so ultimately, I think it was January mm. when I was supposed to go to Vets and register. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, I'm registering for engineering. Yeah. Then we'll see what happens. Mm. But one important thing that happened to me was that as I was there, mm. I started asking myself very, very serious life questions. Mm. Questions like, why am I here? Yeah. And who am I? I wanted to know, am I really in an area where I would say that this is my purpose? Mm -hmm. Am I bringing the very best out of me in this career? Mm. Or am I simply here for the man? Yeah. Am I going to lead a life that I would be proud of, even if after five years I would die? Or would I be filled with regret saying that I wish I had pursued the, the career that I wanted to pursue. Yeah. Then I remember going to my father and, and oh, that, oh no, we, we spoke on the phone. Mm. I said, no, I, I'm not going to continue with engineering. <laughs> I'm going to drop out because yeah. I realized that this is not me. This is not what I want to do for my life. Mm. And he said to me, don't. Mm. Don't deregister. Mm. Hang in there and see. And see what's going to happen. Yeah. And for that, it was the first time where I failed in life, mm -hmm. but it also shaped me and my perspective around failure. Yes. Because now when I'm doing things and I'm failing, mm -hmm. had, I, had my father allowed me to drop out at that moment, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have given my best to a point where I failed, that now I would see failure as something that if I had given my very best, mm -hmm. then I'm taking my defeat with all. Yeah. Unlike me failing and... And then blaming someone else, saying that no, 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 you allowed me. Yeah. yeah. So, do you also have those moments where you pursuing this career of yours, or you going testing into different careers and testing different talents? Mm -hmm. Do you have some of those moments where you know that you know what? Had it not been for this mistake, mm -hmm. or had it not been for this stupid thing, if I may, that I did that led me to failing, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be the person I have. Do you have those moments? Yeah, I think the same thing around the engineering that I was doing, like, when I was, obviously when you start telling people that, you know what, I'm, I'm uncomfortable mm -hmm. with what I'm, 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 I'm studying or what, mm. um, the first reaction to people, mm. they don't even go deep to what's making you to be in this situation, mm. because also as a, as a community, like you're mentioning, the, the issue of being 
looking at your background mm. we all are in the mood to want to make things right to mm -hmm. want to make things better mm, mm, mm. so when you tell people that you want to stop this they mm. tell you okay no push further mm, mm. because remember it's about home yeah. you know it's about even if they don't have to tell you but it's there in the back of your mind yeah but mm. I kept doing mechanical, you know. Then uh -huh. I failed maths hard. Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> you know, so I didn't decide to leave the course. Mm. I had to fail maths and I was like, no, you know, every time I have to pass maths, at least I have to do the module three times okay. or more. I was oh, like, no, this is going this... to waste my time. Oh, so it okay. was the, the, the not knowing how to do the maths, the calculus, okay. you know, uh, uh. <laughs> first level maths, second level. Uh. So. It's it's meant for me engineering for me to leave it just like I can't take my whole time trying to learn how to fix myself around this issue. Mm. So failing met hard. I remember one day I had just taken results, mm -hmm. at, you know, at units with my meds uh, failure. Mm. I I went for a walk, mm. you know, mm -hmm. I went for a walk. Uh, it wasn't even towards my flat. It was okay. just towards. I just wanted to walk. Okay. And <laughs> and think. Mm. I had a conversation with myself then that I, I, I think I can't do this thing. Mm. And it's not because I'm failing to do it. Mm -mm. It's because somewhere deep inside, I'm not wired oh, okay. You know, okay. to understand it. Mm -hmm. But however, I, I, I knew that I could learn how to do maths. Mm -hmm. you know, I could learn and excel. But the issue is, would be, what will it take me mm. to learn maths? Mm -hmm. And come and be excellent in it. Mm -hmm. Am I willing to pay mm -hmm. the cost of the pain to come and learn it? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was like, and because in the in the course of the thing, you you're going to lose yourself. Mm -hmm. Your parents are going to be paying money. You are not in a bazaar or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to spend my parents' cash mm -hmm. at least on perfecting this area of my life. Mm -hmm. Let me say what I have best now. Mm -hmm. and take their cash and direct it oh, there. And idea. then later yeah. on, <laughs> when life is big, mm. maybe I can go and learn meds by myself. Oh. So failing meds was an indicator. Mm. It was the failure that I loved. Mm. If, I, if, I, if I could have passed meds, mm. I could have not left engineering. Yeah. And maybe yeah. probably mm. I could have not went into speaking. Yeah. So yeah. my meds failure was my, 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 my direction to there. Yeah, and, and this, this maybe. Let me call them uh, gifts of purpose. <laughs> yeah. Because even me, uh. had it not been for the fact that uh, I kept on having internal conflict with myself, also when I was supposed to be studying engineering, I was studying psychology, trying to understand the <laughs> human mind. Yeah. Had I passed or became a successful engineer. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be the person that I am today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because by then I'd be chasing big <laughs> engineering contracts there. Yeah. And I would have had missed my purpose. Mm -hmm. Because I would have been so concerned with me maybe not disappointing my parents yeah. or me disappointing the community that yes in that pursuit to not disappoint other people. Yeah. yeah. I would have disappointed myself. Exactly. And maybe I would I would have even gotten to a point where I couldn't even <laughs> live with myself. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have lived a life filled with regrets. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are very powerful yeah, gifts of gifts purpose. Gifts of purpose, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm maybe that maybe as as you were learning that mm -hmm. and when you were choosing or when you were thinking or on that walk, mm -hmm. while you were taking that walk, 
if maybe today you were to take that walk again mm -hmm. to say that this is what I'm doing with my life. Yes. Let me take this walk again. What are some of the tips that you would give a young person who is saying that I also want to take this journey to, to, to introspect myself? Yeah. What are some of the things they should look into that they should really consider? Or what are some of also the red flags mm -hmm. that they should also consider to say that if these are happening or this you are feeling, don't do this. Yeah. Mm. I think taking the journey again, eh, mm -hmm. it will be... Um, like, there's a thing called purpose. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, sooner than later, it will question you, mm -hmm. purpose, as a young person. Mm. So what is the the, 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 the the purpose that I'm talking about? The who am I thing? Mm -hmm. Like, it... it um, let me say, if you... Let's say success, ne? Mm. Succeeding, let's say, in the engineering courses that we're speaking about. Mm -hmm. Succeeding in those kind of, let's say, if failure could have not come mm. and you succeeded, sometimes those kind of successes mm. delay the question, delay how the question hit you hard. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. The, the moment you keep surviving, mm. you know, certain situations, mm. you, you, you delay your meeting with that question mm. of who am I. But should anything happen to you, that's so hard to get through. It can be a personal situation, it can be a, a community situation, it can be a national uh, situation such as apartheid. Mm. If it has happened and you have no control over that situation, mm. um, which has got the potential to stop you, mm. those are the times it's a flag mm. to ask yourself, yeah. who am I in terms, in terms of what has just happened? Mm. You know, how am I going to survive this kind of... So survival questions kind of a thing. You mm. ask yourself, pay attention to what is trying to stop you mm. in whatever you're doing. Mm. Ask why is this thing stopping you? Yeah. It could be that it is a direction into something else that you need to pay more attention to. Mm. Sometimes mm. it's not even something that a friend can ask you about yeah. or a teacher can mm. ask you about. So situations has to happen in life. Mm. Those are the kind of signals, oh, if wow. we may talk about a signal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you are uh -huh. a young person, you, you always look deeper. Why is this happening? Mm. That's a signal right there that wow. I need to pay mm. attention to. Why am I failing meds? Mm. Why am I being unable to, 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 to speak in front of people? Mm. You know, those kind of things. Wow. And so I would go back and pay attention to the signals. Okay. Signals in high school. How was, how was I doing with meds? How was I doing with speaking or any other thing? Okay, and as you are, you are talking about you being able or you maybe having or lacking, uh, maybe if I may use this word, the gifts mm. or the talent for mathematics. Yeah. You know, this I just want to hear what, what do you think about this? Because mm. as I was busy studying epigenetics mm -hmm. and, 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 and neuropsychology, yeah. I discovered or recent research. Mm -hmm has discovered that all of us have got the same genes. Okay. But the expression of those genes in who we end up becoming mm -hmm. is dependent on the environment that we are in. Yes. Now, if maybe uh, I, wanted, I want to become an engineer mm -hmm. and I'm in an environment where everything that is being done is done from a calculating perspective or an engineering perspective, yeah. over time I would, disc I would realize that I am more the wrong to engineering or mathematics mm -hmm. because of the environment that I find myself in. Yes. At the very same time, that does not mean that 
I will not be able to develop other areas mm -hmm. because now this research is showing that no anything that you want to go into mm -hmm. it, it's just going to be more hard because the engineering or the way you've been wired up yes. to where you are now yeah it's, it's a certain way contrary to what you want to become mm -hmm. and now you're going to spend maybe 10 years of struggle mm -hmm. trying to change yeah. would you also say that your environment as you are looking back mm -hmm. you, would you also say that the environment that you were in because you, you saw your, your parents as examples. Mm -hmm. Would you also say that maybe some of the things, if you had to do it all over again, yeah. you would maximize the environment that you found yourself in, maybe to, to further develop yourself as a speaker? Mm -hmm. Or you would say that the environment that I am in, maybe earlier on in my life, let me change this environment so that I would go into a better environment that would shape me to becoming a speaker that I, I am today. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if you, you, you want to know if in terms of learning how to express the public speaking gift or maybe just any other you mean developing the meds part no I, I mean you developing like the mindset that you have now the mindset that I have now yes. uh -huh. Kuri, uh, the mindset that you've got and right now I, I would assume mm. That as you were on this journey of your personal growth and development, yes, there were certain things that you believed before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that now oh. you don't believe in anymore. Yeah, and you find that maybe those things you believe them because of the environment that you found yourself yeah. in. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yes, I would. I mm -hmm. would change the environment mm -hmm. because, like you're, you're speaking about the exposure, mm -hmm. um, when you grow up in the villages, mm -hmm. the the exposure can still be there, but the presentation of what that means, oh, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. I will change the environment because of how the opportunities are being presented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you, they, they, you know, we are talking of of, of neuroscience, the the brain. Mm -hmm. We are more drawn to the negative part of the stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you check, sometimes the first time, let's say you hear about a, a public speaker. Mm. You, you've read uh, a newspaper, uh, just a community newspaper, mm. writing that this person has just done something like a tabloid, sort of. Oh. So <laughs> we grow up with newspapers and mm -hmm. magazines. Mm. And what is that content that is there? It's <laughs> almost the, the scandals <laughs> that uh -huh. that person has happened. Oh, so-and-so who's so famous and who's so skilled mm. has finished their money or something. Mm. So the presentation, by the time it comes to us, Mm. When you're in a village, mm. you have, this is the weaknesses that I'm going to be doing. Whoa, so ish, then it ish. makes you be afraid. Mm. Our parents know, like I was saying, our parents know the weaknesses of people in the, oh, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. in the art, uh, uh -huh. artistic people, mm -hmm. like uh, being gifted with uh, either singing and all that. Mm. Their character questions mm. are presented by the, 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 the amount of presentation that coming through us through mm. television and all that. Mm, mm. If I had a better uh, or a, a choice to choose to grow in a different uh, area where I am understanding that no, there's other people who are mm. actually speakers mm. who are not as it, it was presented where I can defend oh. my gift. Oh, so okay. then I couldn't, you know, oh. you can't because they know better mm. or at least also, what the presentation they have about your skills mm. is this negative. Like, if you're going to become a poet, mm. who's going to pay you? 
Mm-hmm. Who's going to hire you? Mm-hmm. They ask you those questions, and also they are asking themselves mm-hmm. those questions. Or wanna go understand? And yeah. you also, you don't have answers. Mm-hmm. as a poet, you can actually be working in parliament mm-hmm. and being the president's poet there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't occur to you mm-hmm. that the, those kind of things uh, come because of the environment. Mm-hmm. And would maybe would you say that because of this change that you see that? You would have done in the community. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's it's part of the fuel that's fueling you, or what has ignited the vision that you have for community development and and seeing young people transforming their lives or having a better narrative? Mm-hmm. Would you say it's it's one of the catalysts of that? Yeah, I I think community development does drive me so mm-hmm. so much. Even like the news that people read. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 radio content you mm-hmm. know TV content uh-huh. because um, looking at for humanity is a product of the amount of information that we they consume mm-hmm. so I'm like um, who is taking responsibility then for the dis- distribution of that uh, communication oh. who is creating that information mm-hmm. you know so if I if if if, if I can't change the people, or if I really want to develop, let's say development, mm-hmm. no one can, no one is, um, can't be developed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I look at the communities and I'm like, these communities we can develop, so it means let's look at what is going into the community. Mm-hmm. Going from every single paper that they're reading, mm-hmm. every song that they're listening to in their phones, every radio station, like, what are the options that they're listening to? Because if you look at the content, then you can see the result which the community is going to be at large so that drives me to say okay let's work on what is coming into the community in terms of uh, exposure okay yeah and maybe for uh, that young person or whoever is listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. they're saying that no 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 i want to be like you Mm -hmm. Uh, if you had three principles that you would give them to say that if you follow these principles Mm -hmm. Your life would be the what would be those three principles that you would share with them? I think uh, personal uh, value. Okay. First thing, mm. like knowing what am I worth? Okay. You know, mm. uh, not just let's 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 not talk about money. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> you know, what what will it take to be me? Mm-hmm. You know, how much will it cost in terms of time? Mm-hmm. The experiences that I had, the mm. failures that I have had, the, the natural gifts that you have. Mm. So if you work on that, that's the first principle that you mm. can you know, use as a young person. Can someone kick the ball like I kick? Can someone sing like I sing? Mm. That's the value that you have. That unique thing about yourself. Mm. That thing, mm. first, personal value. Mm. And then the second thing, principle that I can say is you have to... To be vulnerable okay. as a person, mm-hmm. uh, it's difficult when you when we grow up. We forget to understand that you have to. There are certain things you are not going to be able to do, mm-hmm. and you have to ask for help. Yes. Yeah, so same. ask for help. Ask mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Um, ask questions from uh, relevant people. Obviously, ask yourself questions. Mm-hmm. Be vulnerable when you don't have something. You don't have it. Mm-hmm. Or, Meaning, if even if it's a, it's a it's a gift, let's say I don't know how to uh, do meds. Mm-hmm. If I don't know how to do it, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I should come to 
a space where I'm able to express it and not mm. crying. You know, there was at some point where I was crying when I was saying it. <laughs> mm. But now I'm more comfortable with this is what I'm not able to do. Yes. So if you mm. know better, mm. come and help me. Wow. You know, so I'm comfortable mm. with someone coming to help, help me, me. Wow. with what I can't do. Mm. You know, and um, the third one is just tell yourself that you, you have nothing to prove. <laughs> you know, you have nothing to prove because I think uh, actually is is one of the principles that one of my coaches that I love listening to Lisa Nichols normally says: you have nothing to prove. Like if you can just take yourself outside the pressure of proving. If you have money, you have nothing to prove. Just put that money. Yeah. If you have. Even if you're good at, at something, like if I'm good at speaking, mm. I have nothing to prove. Even when I'm with people, I don't want to find myself proving that I that I can speak. Oh, you know, yeah. Okay. So if 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 that those are the three principles that at least I govern myself with, yeah. just then I don't have anything to prove. And as as you're talking about listening course, mm-hmm. I'm reminded of one interview she had, mm. and in that interview, she speaks directly to what we are talking about proving. To other people, yeah, and she shares her journey of her losing weight, yeah, saying that I was going to the gym, putting in the hours that I need to put, yeah, but I wasn't losing the weight, mm. and you know people would see me on stage on fire, touching yeah. people's lives, yeah, but they didn't know that before I got on stage, there were troops or machines that I had mm. uh, to get uh, some power from or vitamins from, yeah, and. It got to a point where she said, I needed to come to the realization that I can't do this on my own. Yeah. There's no shame in me going for surgery mm. so that I would, I would be healthy, so that I would be able to go on stage without having the supplements, if there are supplements, yeah. or having this respiratory machine, mm-hmm. trying to pump oxygen into my bloodstream and all yeah. those things. Mm. And when you're saying that, I'm reminded that, yeah, nah, she, she does indeed leave that principle to say that. I've got nothing else to prove to anyone because the purpose that I have or the gifts that I have for me, mm. they were given to me by God and the only person whom I'm accountable to is God. Yeah. And everyone else, I don't care. Mm. I've got nothing to prove to you that I am called okay. to be a speaker whatsoever. Yeah. It's, and, it, right where you are, you, are, you are saying is, say the university trip, right? Mm-hmm. When you are in university, the normal societal question that people ask is, how far are you with your degree? Mm-hmm. You know, how far are you with your... So that thing, it, it puts people in because they have to prove that they are far. Mm-hmm. Or they are about to... Co- it's a trap. And mm-hmm. it's just, it messes up people's lives. Yeah. So it, And mm-hmm. some can, can rescue themselves a, a little bit earlier if you just mm-hmm. take yourself out. Mm-hmm. There is a point where I got to understand that I don't have to push a course because I have to prove to the community that yeah. I'm doing well. Mm, mm, I've, I've mm, passed it with accolades. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with passing it with accolades, but having that pressure to prove mm. is something else. Yeah, and as you are, as you are, you are you're sharing that, mm. I'm also reminded because my principle, mm-hmm. yeah, this I discovered the hard way. Yeah, was that. I don't want to go to university or college or wherever mm-hmm. where I would let my certification mm-hmm. interfere with my education. Yes. Because they, I could pass grades, 
and I could be arrogant mm. and graduate, mm-hmm. then find that after I graduate, someone that I need that would hire me, or someone who's well connected who would even get me a job opportunity or get me a job interview. I was so arrogant to them. Maybe they needed help with a, in a particular <laughs> subject. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't help them. <laughs> yeah. So for, for me, it was that moment, that moment to say that no, 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 no. Make sure that as you are pursuing the degree that you are pursuing, yeah. Don't look at time. Yeah. But rather, look at the value that you would be getting. Mm-hmm. And yes, there might have been challenges, financial challenges that I had to drop out because we couldn't pay the month for school fees. Yeah. yeah. But. Everywhere I go, you'll always find that I made sure that I built networks. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I realized that uh, most people, they, they, they lack that element. Mm-hmm. You are so concerned with you and what you want to get. Yeah. And you miss any value to other people. Exactly. You forget that the person that you are so arrogant and you don't even want to help today mm-hmm. might be the CEO tomorrow that <laughs> I will be applying for a yeah, job there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or that lawyer that I was so so bad to. <laughs> yeah. I might be in legal trouble and I might need their services. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's something that I also uh, you reminded me of. Yeah. And maybe in conclusion, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that young people who are listening to this podcast or whoever the person is, whether young or old? Mm-hmm. What are some of maybe the books that you would, you would encourage them to read, or what are some of the things they should do? The one who's saying I want to be a speaker, I want to be a coach, yeah. or someone who's saying that yes, I hear you, and, and I'm also encountering some challenges. Mm-hmm. But what can I do to develop myself so that when I'm making the decision or when I'm taking that walk with myself, mm. I would be able to make the right decisions? Yeah. What I can say in in, in conclusion is. Uh, you know, there's this thing of birds of the same feathers mm-hmm. fly together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you have to find, or let me say, discover, and it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You have to discover people that are okay. Let me put it like this: there's a you see how when when how how the police people work ne? Mm-hmm. when there's a criminal when a criminal incident has just come, mm. then they say you must come and identify. The suspect. Mm-hmm. They put a, a group of people there, and you can look at them. Mm. So you can look at them mm. and feel. When you get to another person, you can feel like this person <laughs> <laughs> uh. looks like I know this person. Uh. You know, so uh. you can identify something in in your life that you want to be. Mm. Like that process of okay. looking for a suspect. suspect. So okay. in the community or wherever on TV mm. they are suspects mm. in terms of who you want to be mm. so mm. when you look at that person you feel like this person I've seen them somewhere or I like how they you can identify you can relate or there's something that is going on between wow. how this person is expressing their career mm-hmm. and and if you discover that suspect mm. you have to pursue them oh, wow. find out which mm. book they have written mm-hmm. Find out where they go. Mm-hmm. Find out the type of people they hang around with. Mm. If you can't hang around with them, mm. hang around, duplicate what they are doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Form that kind. Find the people that look like the people that are in their cycle. Mm-hmm. Those that you can reach. Wow, so like okay. that, you are trying to you you are rebuilding 
uh, the same experiences that they have mm. in your own personal mm-hmm. note mm-hmm. somewhere somehow it, um, mm. i think there's a there's a there's a research that says you when it comes to any you earn according to the average of five people that are close to you mm-hmm. somewhere somehow yeah. you're mm. going to get closer to that person mm-hmm. effortlessly because mm. of just uh, looking for that person so the first one is to identify uh, that person yes number two like get get as lot as uh learning sources that you can get mm-hmm. if it's a youtube video if it's an interview mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a it's a it's a, it's a talk show mm-hmm. like if it's a series on something like look at it mm-hmm. in terms of that one and mm-hmm. also sometimes listen to what credible people are saying about okay. you yeah not, <laughs> not just everyone <laughs> not just everyone uh-huh. you know that people there are people who when they speak to your life mm, you yeah. can shake that statement of yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. they tell mm. you you are mm. good at this and you should do something about it mm, mm. that uh, uh, those kind of people whatever they say i think it's if you can work around those things mm. there's no way you can miss it you can wow. miss your purpose mm. wow, wow and maybe the last one maybe the last one yeah the last one uh, you know you know this is a question this is out of curiosity yeah You know, one thing that I have, or a question that I'm, I'm pursuing, or I'm researching. Yeah. You know, with this movement of, of, of young people wanting to go into ministry. Yes. I mean, I'm very, I don't know if I should say cautious, mm. but the difference between someone who's called by hunger. Yes. The difference between someone who's called by their friend, mm-hmm. or someone who's called by the pastor into ministry. Yeah someone who's called by themselves into ministry mm. and then that one person who is called by God yeah now in this respect mm. how do you, how did you differentiate maybe for you yeah to say that as much as I am preaching or I want to preach mm-hmm. is this me calling myself mm-hmm. is this God calling me yeah or do I have some ulterior motives Mm-hmm. maybe feeding myself because there, there are some people who are saying you know I usually get this question yeah people would say Mr. Mabolo, I want to be a preacher yeah or I want to be a pastor yeah be placement <laughs> yeah and my answer is always no <laughs> it's always no yeah because I don't know me I, I, don't, I don't want to get into, into those aspects <laughs> yes but in case yeah. in case one time one day uh, something happened or someone whom I need to speak into their lives yeah What 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 are your input around those around that? You know this around this year mm-hmm. I I attended a prophetic school. Okay. And uh, there's this Bible school doctor. Okay. A doctor in uh, theology I think. Yeah. Okay. Even a doctor in prophecy. Okay. He said something about the call like the call has got stages. Okay. And people don't understand the stages that there's a preparation. First, you know, and then uh, kind of like the pathway you're going to get commissioned and released into the community, like endorsed to be a trusted person of that practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Komi, he gave this example that anything of a highest skill Mm. or of a sophistication, Mm. if you want to practice it at the highest level, you must understand that the preparation process Mm. is long. Oh yeah. And not only long but hard. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so it's 
it's long and hard. Mm -hmm. So some people, you can tell even how they don't preview the preparation (laughs) into becoming that thing, Mm. that they are not really understanding this thing. Because I think even with as simple as public speaking, it's not it's not about the fun of it. It's mm. not about talking too much, mm. you know, or it's mm. not about having too much to say. Mm. It's 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 painful. Yeah. You know, sometimes some issues are even hard to mm. speak on. Mm. But because certain events mm. like we were talking about childhood prepare you mm. in terms of that when you're going to do it, for you to do it as a higher skill of sophistication, mm. you would have made mistakes on the way, mm-hmm. you would have been prepared, you would have been crucified, mm-hmm. you know, you would have had wounds, mm-hmm. and you would have, at some point, had, have to choose whether you're doing it for money ah. or for purpose. Okay. So okay. one day you will speak, mm. uh, maybe it is an event, they promise you money, mm-hmm. then you go and speak and they don't pay you. Mm. You can decide to quit the call Ah. (laughs) (laughs) or decide to take it as Mm. a preparation one day you might be called to talk on a conflicted matter that will actually put you in trouble Uh, you uh, see uh, uh. whether in the family or anyway Mm. so you'll have to speak up because really you are called by god and if you are called by god he will Mm. beg you up you know but if you are not called by god Mm. the 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 lunch box will not beg you up so that is going to be a, a problem so young people in terms of that Going in ministry, mm. I think it normally the normal feeling should initially be that one of reverence. Like it's a it's a it's a profession we should revere. Uh-huh. We should just fear yeah. that there's a preparation coming. Like it will just get you. That one, you don't need to <laughs> it's not a call people should be working. Even public speaking. Mm. I don't think I woke up and said, Wow, I want to be a public speaker. Uh. No, it's a series of events mm-hmm. and diagnosis that happens Mm -hmm. why are you you know i don't think i think i would still be a speaker even if i was not called a speaker okay okay yes so you can still be a preacher even Mm. if you are not called a preacher preacher. yes so people Mm. half the time Mm. the reason why the rush is so much Mm. like this going into speed is because part of the thing is they're going into being called a preacher than being the preacher yes (laughs) you know so Mm. the speaker like i've maybe even myself the title of a speaker i've just got it gotten it recently Mm. but all along i was a speaker but not called a speaker yes so that's 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 the thing and maybe you have some final words of advice motivation and encouragement to someone who's listening to this podcast mm. the final words you have i think the final word that i have would just be purpose mm-hmm. over everything yeah yeah like purpose just discover your purpose i think discovering your purpose is it's just a lifelong thing mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 that's the main thing i think people um end up not not being able to have the joy of living okay yeah. or being grateful of where they come from mm. being grateful of what they 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 have the background that they grew in mm-hmm. the people that they live around they end up not being uh like not 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 enjoying because the question of purpose is is a big question mm-hmm. so i think that if most of our money Mm. Most of our efforts of why we meet with people, why we talk, mm. why we do things, if we can spend on 
discovering what is the purpose. Mm. Like, whatever the purpose is going to spend on you will be, like, remarkable. Because uh-huh. it's, 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 purpose does spend on people. Yes, yes. yes, we, yes. Do, we initially spend on it, but mm. I think purpose over everything. Mm. Read books about purpose. Uh, find out people who are talking more about purpose. And, mm. Yeah, and joy will just come. Yeah, and as you're talking about purpose, mm. I always remind people mm. that there is a price mm. and a heavy price that you need to pay for you to pursue that purpose. Yeah. Or for you to become that person you are saying that you want to become. Yeah. A price that the family must pay. Yeah. A price that you must pay. <laughs> yeah. And even a price where those closest to you must pay. Yeah. Now, if you find that whatever it is that you are saying that this is not my purpose, mm. if you can't pay the price, or if the people closest to you can't pay the price with you, and you are not willing to <laughs> pay the price alone. Yeah. Or the person that you are seeing that you want to spend the rest of your life with, or your partner, or your family. Yeah. If they are not willing to pay the price with you, and you are not willing to go at it alone. <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah. Hey, it's, it's going to be something it's else. It's going to be something. Because yeah. there's a price. Yeah, a big price to pay. Mm. No, thank you. Thank you for, for spending the time with me. Yes. And, and sharing with, with, with the audience. Yes. Uh, what is in your heart. And hopefully next time when, when I have you back, we talk <laughs> about business. Yes. And, and, and talk about how, how do we turn uh, this purpose of ours into uh, something that will help us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Thank, yeah. You for, thank you for being with we me. We will be doing that. Uh. Uh. And ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our episode. See you next time.